This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast, and I'm very happy and very appreciative this afternoon to be visiting with artist Claire Zevnik. Claire, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you for asking me. Absolutely. I wanted to, uh, to take a moment and just let you know that uh, I actually had an opportunity to see some of, your, some of your fused glass work online and also your concert photography. I don't want to assume that that's everything that you do, and I certainly you know, don't want to define you by what I've seen. So I thought rather than me, than me talk about this, uh, <laughs> I would actually just ask you uh, in your own words uh, to speak about what your artwork means to you and about your perspective. Okay, well, it, it's a release. It's a creative outlet. I had to, I've recently retired about a year ago. And before that, I had a full time job working for the state. Hmm. And I developed curriculum for the career tech system, which is, is great. Um, but it was very cut and dry. There wasn't much creativity involved because you had to teach a skill. So yeah. I had to have a creative outlet of some sort. And I I've been taking pictures. The photography has been going on since I was a kid. I, you know, I had to have a little camera here and there, but the concert photography probably started in college. I got Interesting. A real, yeah. yeah. I've been doing that quite a while too. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, do you, as far as those, those photos, you know, those earliest photos of concerts, I mean, do you, I, do you happen to have a, I'm almost getting tongue tied, uh, I was going to ask you if, uh, do you happen to have an archive of some of those that were, you know, back from those days? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, have box, I have boxes with a lot of negatives and some prints in them. And I'm supposed to be looking for some for my daughter uh, yeah. that she wants to post and stuff. But you know, I've got some, some boxes of, of uh, hard copies, but I don't have any kind of system that that side of me doesn't exist very well. I'm kind of, I don't have an inventory of my glass. I just, that stuff's just, you know, too cut and dry for me or something. Oh, I understand. I understand. And I was going to ask as far as the, uh, to start with, since you had mentioned the, you know, the concert photography, was there just thinking back, was there anything that moved you to, uh, you know, to take pictures of performances or just any, anything that you can think of that, that uh, you know was inspiring that inspired you to do that? I just love going to live concerts. And yeah. I, I think it was that I wanted something to remember by. I, I took little point and shoot type pictures from way back for quite a while. And uh, then probably my second year of college, I think it was, I got a real camera at Minolta oh, wow. and started being a little more serious about it and trying to get images that would be visible to other people <laughs> because some of those old ones were way back and you could see yeah. spots and not much else but I kind interesting of I was going to ask I know what I saw online I, and of course I don't want to make any assumptions about that uh do you did you tend to focus on cert, a certain genre of music you know in rock terms of the, rock yes. rock rock music yes. yeah 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 I've been oh. to hundreds of concerts so my goodness I yeah. almost never go without a camera. Wow. But once in a while, now that things have gotten so restrictive and they don't let you take cameras in a lot of times, once in a while I'll go without one, but I've been known to sneak them in. 
I love it. I, I love that. I didn't know. Is that something that has, has that changed over the years? I, I know oh. I can remember as a teenager, you know, being able to go to rock concerts and there wasn't really all those, you know, there wasn't those, there weren't those restrictions so much. There are a lot of restrictions nowadays. Um, sometimes they'll let you take a camera, but they won't let you take anything considered a professional camera or anything with an interchangeable lens mm. or a lot of them don't want you taking anything in at all. And it's, it's gotten a whole lot more restrictive over the years. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I, you know, after uh, living here in Oklahoma and, you know, both Oklahoma city and Tulsa, I'm not sure. I don't think I have met an, a local artist here that, you know, that I, that I'm aware of. I, I can't say that there aren't any, but it's something, it certainly jumped out at me when I saw the, your photography and I got this sense that, uh, I mean, there's no one else necessarily that I'm aware of that, uh, you know, that is actively exhibiting this, this kind of work. I probably ought to exhibit it a little more. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask I, you, have you, have you actually done that? Have there been some times when you put together, you know, some of that collection? And Not really. Um, I had a couple of images that, that I tried to put for sale at the Art Center in Stillwater when I lived in Stillwater. But they oh, didn't sell yeah got them hanging on the wall here so <laughs> yeah yeah Aerosmith pictures and I just there for the longest time I didn't want to sell or do anything like that because they were mine I wanted to keep them to myself but oh, I'm yeah. more open now as I've gotten older and more open to sharing you know I share with friends but I didn't go outside of the circle yeah, and I was wondering as well, do you, you know, when you go back and look at some of those, the ones that you have that are, you know, that are, that have been developed, uh, do you, do you kind of sense some kind of a story or a narrative with any of those? I didn't know if it, if it you know, if it brings back, not that I'm asking you necessarily to share the specific memories, but do you find that just within yourself, does that kind of, when you see those, does that take you back to a specific evening? And Sometimes, but then they kind of run together because I've been to so many that, I can't remember, my daughter asked me when some Van Halen pictures were taken and I told her probably the 80s because that's about as close as I can get. Yeah. I don't know which show those came from because I saw them several times. Oh, so. gotcha, gotcha. So you can't necessarily point to any specific specific one and remember exactly, you know, where, you know, when, when that occurred. And I didn't write down dates or anything. I'd have to do some research. I kept ticket stubs for a long time, so. I could probably go back and figure some of them out, but it would yeah. be a hit and miss. <laughs> and then I was going to ask as well, I mean, it, this is just really coming from a genuine place that, you know, I've, I was a, you know, I've always been a huge classic rock fan and grew up with a lot of that in the, you know, late sixties and through the seventies. And I didn't know as far as your, some of the negatives that you have, do, do those go back to that era, you know, in terms of yes, you know, late sixties through the seventies? Uh, probably no 60s to speak of. Those would have been those ones you didn't want to see huh. uh, that were, you know, pinpoints of light. And that was about it. But um, about, I think I got my camera in 77. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Minolta in 77 and started shooting. I, I was, I shot some for the newspaper in college and you know, different things like that. And then I got in with a music magazine out of Oklahoma City for a while, Jam Magazine, and shot some for them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you happen to keep any, did you happen to keep any of those as far as any, any collections of, you know, some of those magazines that, that your pictures yes, were in? in? in boxes as well. I have a few of Interesting. those. Interesting. Interesting. 
Yeah, that's very cool. And I was going to say, I, because I really, you know, I've always thought, uh, you know, I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I don't know necessarily, I guess they do have some, some of that. But I was just thinking here in Oklahoma, how cool it would be, you know, if there was some sort of repository or some way to, you know, for people just here locally that have taken pictures and, and have photos and memorabilia of those kind of things. It would be very cool. That yeah. Would be very I haven't been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'd like to go there sometime. Yeah, it's, uh, and, I, and I'm sure it's changed a lot. I was going to say that's been, that's been, yeah, I can't even remember exactly how many years ago, but it's, it's long ago, I know long enough ago that I can't really remember a whole, whole lot about it, but it was definitely an interesting experience. I just always thought it'd be really cool if there was something, I know here in Tulsa, I think there is some sort of popular culture museum, and there again, I'm afraid to speak about it too much because I don't have all, enough detail to really talk about it, but I think there is going to be some sort of place where they're going to be able to, and there again, I probably shouldn't have brought it up because I don't know enough about it, but I love the idea of having that kind of art accessible that so that people can, can see these things. I would love to be a part of something like that if, if it comes about. I, I just moved back to Tulsa about not quite a year ago. Oh, and wow. I, I grew up here and oh, wow. uh, moved back and still getting acquainted with what all is going on. I've been a member of Living Arts for quite a few years. I got involved with my glass work with them. Uh, oh, wow. But, uh, like I said, I, I think that would be really interesting and really fun to be a part of. Oh, absolutely. And I think if, if, the, if, the, if it's coming to me right, I think it's OK Pop. And it's really, I think, that, I think they're evidently gonna, going to build or are building a facility downtown. And okay. uh, I just, I get, and I'm, but I'm not exactly sure where they are in the process on that. And I, I definitely should know more about that before I brought it up, but somehow it, it just, it just kind of happened that way. <laughs> well, when you find more about it, you can send me an email or something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, I was going to ask as well, I did see, uh, you know, was there also some heavy metal type of, yes. type of performances in there? I felt like I did recognize, and there again, I know, you know, genres anymore, it seems like they, you know, it's, there's so much blending together. I didn't know if that, if that meant anything to you or. I've got a photo somewhere of Ozzy Osbourne mid spit with the, you know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Those aren't very good because I snuck the camera in and, and it was in Dallas and it was kind of hard to get very close, but yeah, yeah. there's always a chance someday. <laughs> and that's the other thing I was going to ask as well is, I mean, are, are, were a lot of these taken in Oklahoma or do you try, did you tend to travel around and just go see concerts in different cities? Or? Most of them were in Oklahoma. I've been to Kansas City and to Dallas and that's, and to Cabo. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Sammy's birthday party a couple of years. So. Very cool. Very cool. And then also wanted to, you know, to make sure that I asked you also about your fused glass work and just getting some sense of, it would be really neat to hear, you know, just how you got started with that and, and you know, how your work has evolved over the years, you know, with, with that side of your art. Sure. Well, I, like I said, I, I kept looking for creative outlets. I taught photography or darkroom mainly in Stillwater at the Multi Arts Center. And if you taught classes, then you got to take classes for free. So I thought, hmm. well, I'll just explore and see what, what they have. And I landed on fused glass and started out just very simply and, uh, I ended up later on teaching fused glass to the students there that change of teachers along the way. But uh, that was probably 25 or so years ago because my daughter's 24. So it's been a while. It was before she was born and yeah. just 
got started making making mostly jewelry, small items, and then it's progressed. I I started teaching and decided I wanted to teach slumping, which is taking a mold and putting the glass in it after you've designed it and putting it through a kiln at a different temperature to slump down into the mold to give it shape. So I taught myself how to slump so I could teach it. Yeah. And gone from there. I also took glass blowing at the art center there and I've taken a couple of classes at Tulsa glass blowing. So oh, wow. yeah. so I, I, I kind of have a glass addiction. <laughs> and then I was going to ask as well, is it, yeah, is that, is that what you concentrate on? Is that what you focus mostly on now in, in terms of your art? Um, mainly, especially with no concerts going on. And yeah. I don't really yeah. go to a dark room anymore. So I, I, I do a lot on the computer. Did all the, I don't shoot film anymore. I shoot digital. Oh, so yeah. working with, or was before the pandemic, uh, an online music magazine out of Australia and I shoot some stuff for them occasionally. So I keep my finger in that, but uh, I, have an, you know, I have some items at Philbrook and right now I'm working on creating more of those for the Christmas season and such. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Yeah. I have little skylines. These are little Interesting. ornaments. Yeah. And leaves. Oh, yeah. Mold and cat ornaments. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And so Philbrook requisitions those from me, and I make them. I'm working on a, a pretty good size order right now that I'll be doing that and then play with my own stuff. I'll be trying to get some stuff together for the holidays, and hopefully, there'll be some outlets, some shows, or something, maybe like the one that Living Arts did last year, the holiday market or something. Oh, yeah. That last year. And I make ornaments and different things for the holidays. Absolutely. And it, it just, it's so weird in some ways. And of course, I did want to ask you as well, you know, just kind of looking at how it seems like this has been such a weird year in a lot of ways. I was going to ask you just, you know, as an artist and as a human being, what the, you know, what this has been like for you since March, you know, since this, since the, the pandemic started. Bad. It's been bad as far as that because I, I was ready to do several shows in the spring, um, both here locally and in Tulsa, and I got shut down. So oh, I gosh, yeah. did the little thing, uh, the little showing at the ballpark for the soccer game. I took part in that, and that was kind of fun. That was the first first time I'd done anything in months. Mm. So it was it was nice to get out there and see people who appreciated glass and stuff in you know, that's a lot of it is at the shows you want to sell stuff but you also get such good feedback that that make that's half of it right there I didn't make enough to cover the cost of the tent but I got a lot of feedback and I got a couple of contacts so it was great oh was yeah like, and just have those opportunities to to be around people you know and, and just to be able to socialize it's, uh, I, I don't know, do you find in a lot of ways that you appreciate that even in a different way or more than, than before this happened? Or? I, you crave it now because yeah. <laughs> it's so infrequent that, you know, you get no feedback to speak of. So now Philbrook likes my stuff, but you know, you, you have other things that you make and create and you don't know if anybody would even like them or not because 
you have no place to show, I'm really. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it's as I was going to say, it's it's uh, it's almost in some ways, uh, I would assume as an artist, and of course I, I shouldn't assume, but it, it's some of the uh, trying to think of the best way to put to put this. Do you find that it, you know that it's it's necessary to a certain degree to be out in the world, interacting I, with people, just to actually feed that creativity? And, I think so. I think it it makes a big difference. It helps a whole lot. And when you you know. I think your ideas can kind of get stagnant if you're not out there talking to people and getting some feedback and seeing what people like and what they don't like. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, as we were coming to a conclusion, I was just going to ask, you know, since you had mentioned that you're a member of living arts and definitely appreciate that. And I know the team there, you know, really appreciates uh, the support and just asking you a little bit about what living arts means to you or just, you know, any experiences, that you've had there or just with, you know, any, any of the, uh, of the events or programs that they've done in the past? It's been great. It's been a great relationship. Um, I started out doing champagne and chalk or well, I started out with Ah Tulsa. Oh, okay. And I got a piece in that. I'm just the wild hair. I thought I would try and do that. And then that led to champagne and chocolate. And I've done pretty much every holiday season since, since that start, since I started doing that. And wonderful people, very helpful. They're always, always there to answer your questions and give you good feedback. And it's, it's been a great relationship from my end. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely glad to hear that. And, I, uh, and again, it just means so much that you've taken the time just to get a chance to get acquainted with you and uh, to hear about your work and uh, your thoughts about living arts. I just, I really do appreciate uh, you taking the time to visit a little bit with me. Well, you're very welcome. It's been it's been good. Absolutely. Thanks again. It was good talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks.